recorded. Oh Christ, Christ, Christ on the bike. Wait till I just pull my pull my cord in, you know. Yeah, yeah, keep uh, it talking, sexy pull boy. My, pull my cords right in. Pull it that in big, thick, that big, thick uh, cord of yours, yeah. <laughs> big, big, thick red one, you know. Oh, Tying it around oh, your bloody neck. Tell yeah. you what, it's an angry cord, so it's. Uh, good morning, welcome to uh, Jesus Christ Television broadcasted. Right, are we ready? Good to go. Let's do this. What episode is it? I'm going to say 187. I think you're maybe right. Episode 187. 187. Will we get into heaven? Probably not because it's not real. Organized religion is just a new politics, and Jesus Christ was probably a man. He probably was real, but you know, I don't think he's like the son of God, but he's probably a man who knew how to do party tricks like the thing with your thumb or pick a card. And because people weren't educated back then, they thought, fuck me, this guy's a prophet. And he's like, yo, this is my, my dad's this guy. And then, hashtag and he's probably not called <laughs> Jesus. He was a black man, possibly with a beard and long hair and a turban. People get mixed up because they think white people stay over in faraway countries when it's not really possible. Could he be a black man? Was Madonna right? We will never know. Welcome to the hashtag show. <laughs> I would, you've 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 raised an interesting point. As always, Malokali, welcome. Hello, how are you? Good, great, thank you. Well, right back at you, Scott Gibson. Good morning. So I saw a thing right about the mad Egyptians, Mal. Right? Is that because Toblerones? My Toblerone worshippers, man. Jenga <laughs> Swiss, like a Swiss drunk, like an old eccentric Swiss guy, right? Went to like Cairo, and they took him to see the pyramids. He's like, yeah. Imagine that was full of chocolate <laughs> and all that. What? And then he went home and invented Toblerone. Do you think that's how Toblerone started? I just came here to cash my Cairo, man, and end up in this <laughs> fucking place full of sun with my Toblerone buildings everywhere, man. Am I going to go to Cairo to cash my gyro? <laughs> right, so... Yeah. <laughs> also, do you think... What do you think was... Created first the airport duty free lounge or the Toblerone. Do you think somebody built made the Toblerone and went, We need somewhere to sell this? <laughs> it's the only place it sells it now, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's the only place it sells. Mate, I saw one the other day, four and a half kilo. That's the way to a dug. Four that and a half like kilo. Elephants like it, I know. <laughs> you couldn't even get your mouth, it's like, couldn't get your mouth in the triangle, my man. I remember the last time I had a Toblerone. I fucking ripped the you know, the roof of my mouth a bit because it's actually quite a. It's, it's quite. It's, it's actually no bad. You kid yourself. Oh no, a Toblerone mind them. It's a but dangerous. Do you really you remember them? It's actually a good bit of chocolate, right? But you, the, it's it's sharp and it can be harmful to the roof of one's mouth. And uh, my only experience w- <laughs> with with that, you know. I recently had a, a fish and chip uh, lunch with my friend and it came out very hot and I bumped the fucking roof of my mouth. But uh, akin to that as a Toblerone, you can hurt yourself. So take care out there, kids. The, the problem with Toblerone, to, Toblerone, 
is it's either too big or too small. That's what she said. So the, the, the wee one, you know the wee one you get? Depends what moves you're in really, doesn't it? <laughs> the wee one, you can like proper just shook it right in and it doesn't even touch the size. And then and the big one, you need a bottle of poppers. The big, <laughs> mate, I, got a big, I got a big one at Christmas, right? Of course you did. That's what she said. And see when the missus came in the kitchen, right? So I was like... What are you doing with that? You may eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I could take a wee bit more. Imagine how many feet those... Push that. Tri- <laughs> You'd have to just tap it in. Every wee triangle. Oh, aya. Okay. Again, no, I oh, think, aya. I think I'd need to get, you'd need to get two triangles in your ass, right? For, for purchase, for grip. And Aye. then you just need to run at the wall. Imagine pulling just, out all the shit nuggets that been in amongst all the triangles. It just, That's the good stuff, mate, because you can at least get like a little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> and be like a fucking chocolate trail pulling out all the shit for your swinkter so she came in the kitchen right and see because the big one is so big she just basically walked in to see me like sucking on a triangle because I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't get it in to bite it so I was like you like, try to suck it soften it up solid like, as well wasn't it it's, mate yeah you could fucking batter a boy with a tobo on you could so, fucking pr- prop up a house with these fucking things man I think that's the problem I feel as if there is it's too small or too big. It, I feel like there needs to be a, an intermediate, a, 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 a middle Toblerone. Like a, a Snickers-sized Toblerone? Like you, I, you actually or, buy it off the shelf like a Snicker or something? You know what? And I, I, and I know this is going to go against the kind of curve of what's what's being pushed just now in the mainstream, right? With whole, you know, masculinity and, and Andrew Tate getting uh, cancelled, which we may discuss. I don't even know if you know who he is. I don't even know who Andrew Tate is. Okay, so... Well, listen, I'm going to tell you this. Bring back the Yorkies for the men. Well, He's this fucking, is what... Mate, I was just about to say... Well, to eat fucking Yorkies because they can't handle a big brown bit of fucking <laughs> chocolate. I think the size of a Yorkie is the... Or the old Yorkie. Ah, we were away, one. right? When you can say, hey, it's no for birds, right? So fuck off. That's just oh, you, you can't even lift it, you <laughs> can't even lift it off the shelf, you weak <laughs> fucking second class sits and with long haired tits and a fanny because you're that busy in the kitchen. It's only men hanging about truck stops just being men eating Yorkies. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if anybody, like, if a woman tried to buy a Yorkie once. And the guy behind the guy just laughed him. The guy behind the tells like, "Oh no, 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 you can't, you can't get that." <laughs> Why did you have to do that voice? Because <laughs> that's a, it's a, it's a fucking, it's a old zone. It's a guy like, yeah, so that's kind of silly, yeah, York. Well, but uh, there's a fucking Turkish delight in there. You can have for same price. <laughs> See, unless you've got a letter for your man saying you can buy that head, you better put that behind the shelf. Don't embarrass, don't embarrass, pay for us here. <laughs> oh no, I can't sell you that hen. <laughs> get a fucking get a fucking women's weekly and go with yourself <laughs> you can get a tango ice blast and a packet of mint rollers got my own but my, my point being the Yorkie the classic Yorkie I would say is, the, is, a, is a good size of a chocolate but I don't think it's the best chocolate on the shelf but I think Toblerone needs a kind of intermediate level like a Yorkie size somebody, somebody needs to rebrand it to bring it into the fucking whatever this is this age but some like they should call it the fucking I don't know the pansexual chocolate bar or, you know something to um, sell it to the millennials to get it fucking happening again because it's it is, it's lost in the 80s and as you say airport fucking duty freeze the Bwayne's going through duty free the new go like what the fuck's a Yorkie I've not seen that on TikTok I wonder I wonder how long a Toblerone lasts because there must be some in the airport that's been there for fucking donkeys Aye, it's fucking going to be like, you could take that into the bunker way or something. Mate, see the new man. See Who even? Think? 
I bet it's more like some mad Arab writing in the bottom. I mind that. Mind all your chocolates and that. Used to have like fucking hala underneath the Hunter's a fucking mad. I don't know that what it was, Egyptian or sc- sc- <laughs> sc- <laughs> can't even fucking date ABC, my man. That may or have been the, fucking... the chocolate <laughs> that you've got off the boat doing the free tunes. Turkish fags and a la chocolate. Turkish delight was another one. No, oh, remember Turkish that when they had all the fucking Arabian writing in it? So, I, 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 obviously, at my that, age, mate, I didn't know where it came from. That's costs. That's because somebody's came into a business and went, why the fuck are we, why have I got 50 different packages? Well, because we sell in this country and they speak French and they speak Spanish. Like, mate, just put every fucking thing on the packet and fuck it up. <laughs> uh, and the guy's like, my friend, does the chocolate melt in heat? No, no. <laughs> Give me five bucks million. Imagine the wee Toblerone uh, guy. My <laughs> and, and the mean going like, we've got to start putting Arabic right. Like, mate, folk are putting these up their ass. Do you think they're concerned about their <laughs> language being written on the box? Nobody cares, my man. Get it sent uh, out. What's all that Arab stuff saying about me, that Turkish delight, mate? <laughs> I, I, have no, I have no idea, Mark. I just fucking... I just make it up. Death fucking, to infidels. The Iraqis love it, man. They're fucking getting enough of it. <laughs> Do you think there's more Toblerones in the world than people? Certainly triangles and Toblerones. No, come on, let's be honest to ourselves mate, here. Every single airport on the planet... It's got what a couple of thousand Toblerones in it. I'd say there's more Snicker bars and Tesco's in there than fucking Toblerones and. No, I'd you, say there's Where is it coming from? Who the who the fuck makes it? Is it Nestle or? <laughs> where are they from? This is like some mad fucking junkie house party. Yeah, where the fuck's the Toblerones <laughs> coming from? Who who who, make, who makes Toblerones? You have a thought about that? I'm going to Google it. Who makes it? I'm going to say Nestle. It must be a Nestle thing, eh? Or maybe they own it now. No, I bet you it's fucking it's some rogue fucking one that you've never heard of. Who makes Toblerone? Uh, it's a company called Mondelez International. There you fucking go. I knew it. I knew it wasn't real. Uh, so all the money for that Toblerone goes oh, to it's, Italy. Oh, it's, mate, it's Americans. Mate, no, it's not all the money for that Toblerone goes to Italy, man. So <laughs> nah, that and the DVDs up the bars, man. Watch what you're doing. Lads, see every time your bird buys a Toblerone in Malaga Airport, that's 42 pence to the IRA, my man. Aye, but the fags are alright, because they don't, they, don't, they don't blow up buildings and smoke fags. No, <laughs> mate, the fags is Mossad, man. Everybody <laughs> loves the juice, you know what I mean? Who's the friendly ones? Because they do the fags, didn't they? <laughs> it's the mad Spanish ones remember done the tennis Eta, they're a good bunch of boys aye aye the monks that burn themselves they're the ones that do the fags <laughs> so just still get as a creator of fags when you're back Sandra <laughs> I imagine that some guy up with scheme getting his more 400 fags that better no be on Taliban fag. no more that's the iron brew monks these ones man <laughs> the garanga and all that it's, it's a buck fast monks make these fags <laughs> so it says here the company is uh, Mondelez International which so it was owned by Cadbury Cadbury was then uh-huh. bought by Kraft which is the American company and Kraft has changed its name to Mondelez International uh, just to sound foreign do I, do I know a wee fact? of course we do do you want to know why there are 11 triangles on a Toblerone? Oh, brilliant. There's a reason. I didn't even know there was 11. Uh, it says its shape comes from... Oh, wait, 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 wait. The, oh. 11, pyramids, the 11, 11 pyramids of Giza. 
Is it somewhere? It's, it says here if, if a man's fat box is penetrated 11 times, he can speak to God. A DMT particle is released into a man's anus. Now it says here, why there are 11 triangles in a Toblerone? It says it shapes, its shape comes from dancers, but the shape is actually meant to represent dancers, the Foles Berg, Berges, a oh, cabaret I... music hall in Paris. The dancers from a pyramid oh, at the end of the show, hence the triangular shape of the candy. Oh, there's no candy now, it's no chocolate. That's because it's an American company that owns it now, do you mean? So, so the all... Americans called candy chocolate? Aye. I thought candy was sweets. I think candy's just... They're just... They're just scum. Just Americans, aren't they, man? They're just scum. It's, it's, I was listening to a podcast the other day, right? Uh, other podcasts do exist, but what is the point of listening to them? I listen to them so I can bring you the knowledge. Yeah. Um, so in our lifetime, see when we were young, right? You're kind of like, the, we obviously look to the to America, right? As like everything cool came from there. Like, uh, remember, like we're you going to America. But like you remember when like, you were in school or and like a film was in the States but it was new here and all aye, that stuff aye, right? you had to wait, wait for it right? that, and then you would see like different you know even music or, albums were released in first in America then aye? the time it bled through here you know so we always look to the States and now you're in a situation where uh, not America America's not done but the rest of the world's like oh fuck off like, nobody cares about them anymore do you know I mean they're not, as, they're not as cool they're just annoying now do you know what well, I mean? Like, America, America's technically that big they kind of look to themselves that's probably what the problem is they're very insular they don't although at the start America was made by you know immigrants who possibly majority of the world now they just look amongst themselves instead of looking at, at the world as a whole here's Scott well, with the weather yeah mate here's some this is how fucking this is how mad the internet is right you can literally find anything mate anything Midget porn. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've got nine facts about Toblerones. Beautiful. You want some facts? Yes. So the name Toblerone is a play on word. The chocolate was invented by Theodore Tobler. And Toblerone comes from his surname, Tobler, plus Tyrone, which is an Italian word for a type of nougat, nougat. I fucking knew the Italians have been there. They've got everything, haven't they? How old do you think a Toblerone is? When it first got made? Aye, when was it first made? Early 1900s. Oh, you are fucking very close to, I guess. 1908. Are you the wind up? No, no. Mate, I that's just, correct. 1908. That's madness. Fucking yes. I'll turn the TV, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know Speed what? We've had a fucking, we've had a great day. We're gonna take your money. I'm gonna take my tanker. I'm gonna take my bully tanker and a speedboat. I say to you, don't I, Sandra? Don't I say to you, if I go this far, I'm taking the fucking bully checkbook and pen. Thanks, Sandra. I've got this 1908, mate. He's not even finished the question yet. What year? That's what year was the table around in 1908? Fucking hell. I'll treat your money, Jimmy. We've got a fucking <laughs> hey man. I've got a new shell suit. We've got a fucking cracking day. Nineteen oh eight. Um, chocolate, chocolatiers. The Tobler family. Uh, they owned a confectionery shop, which was founded in the late eighteen hundreds. The wife's like that in the, in the stands. <laughs> Brian, Brian. It's when Jimmy, Jimmy they bought the corner show. Poor that's when it was. <laughs> Shut it, Sandra. I've got this. Nineteen oh eight. Uh, it's the first chocolate bar to debut with a filling 
Oh. What have we got? What have we got? Uh, we, apparently we consume 62,000 kilometres of Toblerone each year. Who does? When was the last time you seen any cunt eat a fucking Toblerone in front of you? Mate, every Christmas. Not in front of you, you do it in private because it's not a uh, thing you do, you know, out in the open. It's, it's bulk to share. Snap uh, There's a hidden message in the packaging, apparently. Oh, fuck. Of course there is. You know the mountain of the packaging of a Toblerone box. Look more closely. There are outlines of a bear within the mountain. Who, who cares? Mm. Uh, right, here's the best thing. Apparently a Toblerone comes in 10 different sizes. Wow. Full size to life size. Toblerone comes in 10 sizes and weights. Its tallest candy bar for sale is one meter in length. And there's what? been 11 different variations of the chocolate bar since its inception in uh, 1908. There you go. Beautiful. Who knew we were going to talk about Toblerones at the start of this? Well, I actually want to talk to you about Egyptians. Well, let's talk about that. I mean, I also want to talk to you, throwing something back here, I want to talk to you about 1994, what happened at the weekend, about New Year, about Hashtag Live. I don't I don't actually know if I've got any weekend of stories that's been happening to me. I've got a list of things here, mate. I've got a right. list of things. I mean, there's so much. What I'm trying to get across here, Scott, is there's so much for a fucking council scumbag listener to go, you know what? You know what? I'm fucking signing up to Patreon and joining these guys in the adventure after my 30 minutes are fucking up. I mean, it's, t- it's time you come over. It's time you come over, you know. And, and also, I, I, I say this every single time, right? We're living in a fucking cost of living crisis, my locker. A cost of living crisis. Yes. And if you are not a hashtag hero at this point and you want to go to the live show, because why would you know? Because the Christmas live show is one of the greatest <gasps> nights right, days out ever. You can become a hashtag hero and save more than the cost of a monthly subscription on your ticket by becoming fucking a hero. So I'm we're effectively, whoa, we're fucking cutting our own throats here. Ah, you are. We're doing we'll things or nothing. So I wanted your take on this, right? I saw a documentary, uh, one of those things where you've maybe done it yourself, you turn the TV on, right? The dodgy box. It's, and it's just on. And it's on a channel and you think, yeah, I'm hooked. So I've never seen this <laughs> Look at the size of that. <laughs> the fucking pair of diddies she's got. I'm going to swept, man. The size of the <laughs> nipples. And it, and it just so happens the wife's already went to bed. You know? And <laughs> it just so happens like, there, there's a. There's, <laughs> There's handkerchiefs. There's a handkerchiefs. Oh, handker- <laughs> a gentleman's there's, handkerchief. <laughs> there's, uh, there's handkerchiefs. A pot of gravy. I've got everything I need. <laughs> One gentleman actually put his handkerchief over a puddle when I was walking along the street. You know, and I thought to myself, "Now that's a man I'd like to take home and masturbate on." <laughs> he was just cleaning his handkerchief. That's all he ah, was. He, doing. Was. he dropped so, it. The documentary is talking about. I don't know. You may have heard, right? I know that you live in a, a sheltered world. Um, that they're discovering older and older parts of civilization. So oh, aye, aye. there was a I don't I can't remember who was I can't remember who was British or if it was French. Anyway, an explorer basically went out to the Amazon, right? And wrote back his findings that there was advanced, Wait, just recently. This is no, this happened a couple of hundred years ago. I was gonna say he's fucking wasted his time writing a letter. It's recently been proven as true. So he basically wrote his findings back. Uh-huh. I can't remember the guy's name, right? So I apologize because this is fucking this, right? Okay. Went out exploring, sent back his findings to say he has found vast civilizations in the Amazon of um of groups of people huge numbers like tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of people living in these advanced villages and advanced cities right 
Settle this is back. This, is this like the cities that are meant to have been covered by yes. the rainforest and all that? Right, right this right. is it, right? Sent it all back and they're like, what the, is he beyond the fucking opium out there? He's off his box, man. Came back out to find it. I can't really remember the whole truth of it, whether it was like a disease or whether it was uh, like an ice age kind of thing. Anyway, all wiped out, right? Completely an ice buried age buried. Amazon, come on. Right. Well, mate, during the ice age, the whole fucking globe was covered. Whatever it was, right? So, can he mm-hmm. find it? He's off his nut. Now, with technology, this thermal imaging camera, so they fly a camera over and they can basically see aye, cities see under the, the ground, right? Aye, aye. They're proving that this guy was, in fact, correct. And now they're trying to trace back these advanced civilizations because you will have seen it, you know, in the Incas, when you go to Maxi Peach, you know that, and they stand at the bottom and they clap and you hear this sound at the top. No. So you stand at the bottom of the stairs and they, and, they, and they clap and it makes this kind of pinging sound, right? And they think that that's right. a primitive way of communication. How did they understand this? There's there's theories that the pyramids was built built through sound as well. I, I don't know, know how, part, right? They're all, they're all linked as well. Right? <coughs> so this documentary I was watching is about, is about Egypt. And in Egypt, if you follow the kind of coastline of Egypt down, you come into parts of Africa... So there was these theories that long before the pyramids were built and long before the Egyptians, like the pharaohs and everything else, there was this advanced civilization that lived in a northern part of Africa. Aliens, mama. It's Aliens. now been discovered that it was real. So what they're saying is that it was actually black Africans who moved north and actually started the the whole movement in Egypt and started the Egyptian the pharaohs the, the pyramids everything else and it's just been they've been wiped out and it's been cut off of history and you're like uh, how do you know all this my man it's mental uh, you've not got a tablet how do you know well like I was saying right at the start of the show black Jesus that's a Jesus this man is Jesus <laughs> Jesus but you know I quite like the idea and there was also something I read you know you're saying that Somebody found a, a pinky isn't in Russia somewhere over some fucking and they're saying it's one of the missing links like after Neanderthal there's yep. this kind of missing link Rogan always talks about it on, on DMT you know but they've actually done samples and it's it's basically links to this missing period of time between Neanderthal and human but I, I honestly I know it sounds wacky right but and obviously, I'm coming from a place of no intelligence at all. Ah, but, but that's I, the best way we do this podcast. Uh, I, def- <laughs> I definitely think there's been alien intervention on the progress of human life right, and well, civilization. Here, here, here's what I, what I take for it, right? For this this guy who's like the... Is it Egyptologist? Is that his name? So he's an Egyptologist and has... has, has uh, Hold on, would you say an Egyptologist? Uh, he's if he's not man, crunch man. <laughs> Just watch his daft folk. <laughs> so he, his area of expertise is all about um, the advancement of civilization, right? Yeah. And he says that the biggest mistake we've made is that thinking the aliens are little green men. Uh-huh. Right? All that aliens is like Star Trek, where we get in a ship. We travel through stars and we meet Klingons or anyone else, right? Yeah. So he's saying that he has taken all the early forms of religion and they all talk about this... uh Hopefully above. This journey that you take after you die, right? Where you go up to, is it Orion's Belt or something? Or you travel through the Milky Way. Showing the clouds, my man. You, you, you're into this, this afterlife or this 
whether it's your soul or whatever you believe in, right? And he is saying that, or his theory on it is that the aliens have travelled, and you need to think of aliens as a as an entity, not like a little green mantle like that. Mm-hmm. Fucking nanu nanu. Uh, they've travelled through as like spores or like they've travelled through in the air, right? And they have given us plants. They have given us the tools to connect with the universe. Yeah. Right? But we, Which don't, is, we don't see it, Scott. We don't see so, it. So, see when comes to that, people taking like uh, ayahuasca and like peyote and all that, mate. He's saying like, see if you take these two plants, which on their own do nothing, have no purpose whatsoever, but put them together. They have this unbelievable hallucinogenic powers that takes people on this journey uh-huh. where you experience what it's like to be part of the universe or what it's like for your soul to to leave your body and be connected to the gods. My man. I've... So who put the I... plants there, mate? Who put the plants there? And I who was that to the guy in the village? Mate, see if you take that and that, he's like, no, that's minging. I'm telling you, man, see if you put that in a pot, boil it for 10 years. Tell it stories about when fucking Rangers won nine in a row and how Alberts used to hit fucking boss for 40 yards. Take a sniff of that, mate. Bosh, up the Ryan's belt through the Milky Way. How? I'm going to throw something right back at you. What about this, right? Anybody out there? Hi, it's just came to me. Obsession. As you were saying that. My fantasy. Obsession. That's, I mean, I wrote that obsession. (laughs) DMT. (laughs) So, what about this? How how you say after you die, you go to heaven or, you know, another place. What if yep. this is really a simulation? And basically, when your avatar, your human body dies, yep. you basically your soul, your mind is uploaded to another simulation. You know, and that's where the the idea of basically if when our, when your simulation was first created, you know, people were learning and they were trying to understand folk from above and all that. And really, what what religion is is like the Matrix. No, and you're just uploading, you're being, your your soul is your data, and that is the thing that then transcends to another simulation, as opposed to a heaven or hell type scenario. Scenario. You know, I just like, I'm a philosopher, <laughs> and I like, I like sitting down and just thinking about it. But I'll tell you this another thing or not, I think I told I, you before. I just love to, like, philosophize about stuff, you I, know what I mean? I just like, I sit in my big chair, right, and I flopmanize <laughs> about things. And I, and I think I work things out for folk folk are like out of here Mal see I I'm, I kind of get the motor of the garage because it's broke and I'll be like that see if it's just like a puncture take the wheel off and just walk to the garage with the wheel see and you know I just like chat my door with answers no questions and I've got answers <laughs> with answers I see, <laughs> see how they are there right? I was sitting I'm sitting in the house right and I'm like myself yeah, I'm I'm just philosophizing about life, right? And I could hear this sound. It was like, ooh, ooh. and I'm like, oh, I'm being contacted for the other world. Right? So I was trying to talk to the sound. And I'm like, come in and speak to me. I've got answers. And then I found out that it was just the electric meter. The fucker to put in the car. Down. I mean, one time I know it's similar. It's like I was just like philosophizing, right? And and I heard this fucking it was just like it was like a wee fucking voice right in the in the background right and I had to really struggle because I, I couldn't really hear it Scott right and it was like I'm sure it was like saying things now and I was fucking struggling and struggling right and then I was like 
I said, where is that coming from? Is that in my head? I was walking all about the house. I had to get my, philo- my philosophy suit. My philosophy suit. My philosophy suit. I'm walking about the house. I'm like, hello, hello. You know what it was? It was a fucking daft boot of mine I'd locked in the fucking <laughs> toilet and she'd get mad with it. She was doing my box right in, Scott. I was like, what? Imagine the, imagine the junkie waves coming in. Where's my dad? Don't, don't. Talk to your dad, he's in his philosophy chair, he's in his philosophy chair. I don't need a paper, man. I'm sitting in my philosophy chair. I just need, like, I, just, I just need to connect to the universe, my man. Mate, I tell you, I don't know if you've ever experienced it, there is nothing worse when you were young or you were a student and you'd go to your fucking lecky meter and you put your card in and you realise you'd already hit the emergency £5 button and it took a fiver after it's fucking... It's off. I, 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 I actually, you know, I can relate to that story, but from a landlord's perspective, you know. <laughs> There's nothing I love more than chucking junkies in the street and realising they've still got 63 pence in the mirror, because sometimes I just sit in the philosophy chair with all the lights on, go, I'm going to burn this 63 pence right down, you fucking scumbag. Yeah, I had, I, had a, I, had a, I had a bloody pay-as-you-go in one of the flats I was renting, you know, and but, you know, I, I do a Airbnb, so I would often top up, but I'd go crazy, I'd go 20 pounds. But, you know, m- many times indeed, I, I would get either the phone call saying there's a strange beeping sound in this flat. And I said, don't worry about that. It's just the electricity I've had <laughs> paid for. It's just the cameras that are. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, not the CCTV I'm getting out of a room. Can we just cameras. talk to you about the electricity? It's because we, we actually were away for the weekend, but we used up £7. We don't understand. Everything was switched off. You've just got a full <laughs> fucking cam- yeah. big brother system going. Well, what you have to understand is we've got a full hard drive backup system of every <laughs> camera in that fucking house. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, good times, man. Right, um, uh, should we just stop this? But because we've got no, there's still a good bit left. I've got. Well, there's I've eight, got there's eight, eight minutes man. left, but let's you know, keep I don't it know rocking. This scum, but this is for well, the scum, you know. And I was about to say, I've got, I've got a couple of things here to talk about if you want. Right. Well, I can I just say on Saturday there. Yep, I had the man eighteen ninety four night. Yeah, eighteen ninety four Rave Nation. And it was fucking phenomenal. Sold out, rocking. And it was a brilliant mix of folk in, and then all the artists that were playing, everybody just fucking... The night was fucking mega. And I was in there with shorts and a t-shirt because it was fucking like old school rave sweat. It was, it was a brilliant night. And and I just want to say to the scumbags and heroes alike, well, I've got everybody's attention, I've decided today in 1994 at New Year's Eve something I said I wouldn't do again Whoa. but I'm doing it yeah because you know what I had a New Year's Eve in the house obsession couple during lockdown obsession you got a what you mean yeah. is I'll, I'll, as, as a friend confidant yeah. uh, you translate partner, what I mean Scott you translate I'll what translate what you mean, what you mean. You want the missus is on you to get this extension finished, and she's wanting me what done to her. So you've decided to put on a night at New Year's <laughs> <laughs> and charge everyone double. And she said, if, if I have to do another <laughs> fucking hug my name with you in this house, get out, take aye, your, I done, I, take your oops and go there and fucking make aye. money. I've done three uh, New Year's Eves in the house, and let's just say I'm ready to party with the, with the best of you, you know. And, and, uh, and here's, here's the thing get, that I'm doing for New Year's I've got tickets up on sale now. now get the hotel booked I've got now. tickets up and I'm trying to keep it as low priced as I possibly can so folk are already getting ripped off with taxis, trains everything's double bubble um, the tickets are out now for 1994 New Year's Eve and they're only £15 what about that Scott? the same Wait, fucking it, price is it? classic grand classic grand who's playing just you? you doing a full I, I have not announced a full lineup, but the lineup is a beezer 
It's DJ a Gibble. Scott. DJ Gibble's debut set. That, sadly, he was busy. He wanted double bubble. Hey, you can come on and tell a couple of your lollipops. I've got a Joe Deacon Megamix on this hard drive right here. Big Joe hit the fucking meltdown. And he's listening because he's a council scumbag. And he sent me... I sent you that message you sent me. He was laughing about the Caravan of Curries episode. Then it's obviously cut out. And his next message was, you two are a pair of cunts. <laughs> so Joe, hi, if you're listening. You're about to be fucking crazy in a minute when it cuts off and you're left with nothing. No laughter, just you and your big mansion over in Switzerland, Sweden or wherever just, wherever you are this, this time of the year. Come on, Joe. Both your teams are in Europe for the first time in years. Become a hero. I splash you, become a hero. So big... Big Bull Joe's rocked up. He was playing a birthday party or something before. He's rocked up last minute, ran in. could see the, the stress in his face. Uh, and he's hit the decks. And then he couldn't work out the decks. He was calling all his saboteurs for fucking wrecking it for him. It was everybody's fault, Bar Joe's. Now, Joe, if you're out there, if you're listening, son, do your homework. You're a very handsome, intelligent man. Do your homework. Learn how to work those machines. It's only been 30-odd years. It took me long enough to talk Joe for moving away from CDs to USBs. Now he's on the USBs. He just needs to work out the buttons to press. Before we end this for the scum as well, can we talk about but, your photo shoot? Yeah, but you're rocked, Joe. I love you. I love you. Can we oh, discuss my photo shoot? Yes, we can. Fire in because I've, I've got, I'm ready with answers, Scott. Right, that's fine because I am. I am. I, I was had. I had a few drinks, but I was completely coherent, and I am sure that you sat there and to me and Ross, giving it all the big looks. I asked you to the bird. I was like, I can't. Watch me behind the decks. I'm not. Yeah, if cunts don't know who I'm, I'll be there. They fucking can get themselves to fuck right. And then I see the I see the picture you post on Facebook, and you're like at the back. Aye, but like it's somebody quite rightly po po pointed out. What? If you look in at my eyes, you can see my soul slowly trickling out my asshole. Uh, you can also see that big fat double chin of yours hanging around. <laughs> 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 yeah, just because I've not got a fucking beard covered my fucking six chins, you fucking cunt. That's why I grow the beard. I think I'm going to grow a beard, man. Amateur. I'm just going to comb my fucking chest hair up to cover that fucking double beard of mine. No. What you I said so to you is you look so happy in that wee picture. What, what you and Malcolm that look at us with our decks. Me and Malcolm, me and Malcolm, yeah. I just Malcolm's like in to, the new. He's in the new. My I mate. like the fact that he's playing his like a fucking guitar. <laughs> we had a laugh, man. Malcolm's also got headphones on that are they plugged in anyway. <laughs> exactly. And that's that is what I was telling you about. That's what I was telling you about. Because they were saying to me, put the headphones on. And that's what that is what I said. I said, I'm not doing sure oh, headphones on because I'm no fucking tracks. And, and we had the deck set up and me and Malcolm were laughing because the one they plugged in and we were having a laugh about it but what I Mate. tell you is at the Caravan of Courage episode How did you know you have say, to do more of this is like Top of the Pops do you mean because none of your stuff was plugged in then either and we were I know, about see, he, here's my justification of Top of the Pops my mic was live everybody else was miming so I could at least say I was live now fair enough they'd done three different takes and mixed them together and because I never stuck to the script they were anyway. We're not we're not we're no welcome at top of the pops because of my performance. But anyway, um, I was live, and it was the same. What I was trying to put across at the Caravan of Courage episode, which we need to talk about as well after it, because that was brilliant. Yep. Um, I said to use that I wasn't doing any mad DJ poses with the headphones on in a fucking field, and I stuck by my guns, and you will never see that out there. But you were doing mad poses, <clears throat> odd up decks. You, you, it looked like you were 
like a, a same sex couple who had just been married and you had gone on like a DJ course together and you right. and that's exactly that's exactly what we did <laughs> <laughs> but you know they, what they were saying to me is so and this this gig's happening this Saturday and Sunday well Saturday I'm at Linda's Farm Festival which is a first for me apparently it's an amazing festival and then on a Sunday I'm doing the music at the multiverse and they see the actual fucking the venue it's, a, it's like it's like Stonehenge it's fucking unbelievable you better it's absolutely be, beautiful you better be sorting me passes for the Sunday if you would like to come along with your good lady I certainly will it's on from 12 to 7 so it's not a mad one Man, it's I'll just up the road for you that's what I'm saying because I'm off I'm free all day Sunday mate oh my man what we'll get you get get you sorted man you could come up on the stage and be like hey a funny thing happened to me in the way of the rave and they'll be like mate this is a fucking DJ get the fuck yeah two nuns and an Arab walk into a coke den <laughs> thanks for coming Throw yeah any, is anybody in the crowd ever had a tour on Oh, hey, did you see the video of the guy slashing his throat? No, but we'll end that right now. Holy and we'll carry fuck. this. Become a hashtag hero. It's the best way to support the show. Hashtag.co.uk, patreon.com forward slash the hashtag show. You can sign up for $4. It's fucking pennies, man. You get every single episode in its entirety, no edits, no breaks, no nonsense. Come over and support the boys, help grow the channel. And you're missing it on this one because we've got electric car conversions, Dundee pedos, NASA <laughs> going back to the moon, Eurovision, and the Redden and Leeds fucking bottle fights. Come and join us. Hashtag show.co.uk, Patreon, the hashtag show. All the best, you scumbag. Your wife's at your back. Your wife's at your back. You're under attack. You're under attack. <laughs> <laughs>